Welcome to Thinking Outside the Soil with your host, Shani Alfalfa Seed, where we get to talk story and touch on topics about hydroponics and the farmers who grow the crops and creatures we need to eat. Good morning, good morning, and hello from Blooming Health Farms. And thank you for being with us on this beautiful morning. I am getting ready to batch our next big bulk of chicken crap. So I am here doing inventory, doing my ratio calculations, formulations, and everything like that. And today I wanted to briefly just share with you a little bit more about what it is I do with that. So today will be a little bit about the joys and pains of seed formulation. When I first started farming, like many of you out there, I had to look for the things that were going to go in the ground. Well, not the ground so much. I do hydroponics. So I had to find the things that were going to go into our little plugs and then into the hydroponics and aquaponics system. So I hit the seed catalogs. I went down to the local hardware stores, the nurseries, and grabbed seed packets of the things that I was interested in growing that I thought people would eat. We started growing them over and over and over. I did not expect years later to actually be a seed supplier and be selling seed. And it's funny, today I can now look into a barrel of seed and be so much more discerning than I ever thought was possible. One of the things that I have learned while procuring or buying seed over the years is that there is a lot of work that goes into getting seed. When you get that little seed packet from Walmart or from your nursery or from Home Depot, and yes, I know I called out those two big ones, but when you get seed from them, you get this little packet and inside is a couple grams of these really small, tiny, very, very, very beautiful, clean seeds. And I use that relatively to the farmers who plant things in their fields to give us those seeds. So as we have purchased seed over and over and over, we've understood that when you go to those big box stores and buy those little things of seeds, you end up spending a lot of money. You do. So those little packets of a couple grams can, uh, they can change. So here I am right now looking at different seeds. I've got a carrot, 178 for 700 milligrams. I've got a tomato, 219 for 250 milligrams. I've got, oh, that one's torn off, jalapeno, 300 milligrams for 179. So as you can see, the cost of seed can be quite cumbersome it can get, uh, it can be a huge burden to your pocketbook as a farmer if you were to try to build a business buying seed from the big box store. So we have all learned really quickly that if you want to farm commercially, you don't do that. And I'm pretty sure that those of you listening or those of you out there that are having success already know you. And I got to learn that early on as well. And while I was trying to figure out a different way, 
I had to find the companies that sold those seeds in bigger bags. I had to find the bulk seed supplier. So we naturally looked at those same companies and said, all right, well, if you got really good seed, I bet you'll offer me a better deal if I just buy a bunch of that really good seed. So we did, we bought our seed early on from uh, Johnny's and Botanical Interest. I love those two companies. We love the basil from Johnny's Seed. And we purchased our seed from them in these, um, what is it, in just a, a one pound package. And that one pound package can cost us 30 to $50, depending on the varieties that we are trying to grow. So, if I want to plant basil, if I want to plant onions in bulk, then we must find those bulk onion and bulk seed suppliers. Well, the same is true for those of you out there that have more than a couple backyard birds. So we are having success as a mail order seed company so far for our backyard chicken folks. So thank you for those of you out there. Let's keep this moving. You know, seeds originally got their start as a mail order product. So it's kind of funny in this digital world, how we have uh, embraced this offline way of directly mailing our seed. So we are right now shipping five pounds of seed for only $38. That is a steal, especially with the cost of shipping right now. Shipping and seed prices are skyrocketing. So get your seed now before inevitably that price goes up. I have no control over what the postal service does. So that is uh, a bit on that. Now, the other aspect of seed being a, a lot of hard work is that in order for uh, those seeds to get into those pockets and be so beautiful is that there's somebody doing the work behind it in order to get it to that point. Those people uh, deserve way more accolades than I could ever imagine. Because at the end of the day, those that work in grain elevators, those that work in the fields to get the seed are the true unsung heroes of agriculture. So I want to take a moment of silence to honor those because we forget that. Seed is king. Seed rules more than oil. And I'll say that again, and I'm not the first one to say this. I believe Dan Morgan was one of the first to make it a popular understanding that the seed men rule the world. <laughs> and so we are at their mercy at some levels. Um, and I only mean that to kind of paint this bigger picture of how obscure that industry can be until you need to eat or your animals are unable to find the feed that they need because the seed is not around. If you imagine uh, where seeds come from, they come from the field and when they are processed 
they must go to a place where then they are cleaned, packaged, and then processed and shipped. I've learned that there is a lot of work in all of those processes. But it's amazing because the seed has shown me so many different things that I could have never imagined. Now I digress a little bit there, I got lost in some nostalgia. I meant to share with you a little bit about what it is that I've got to do in order to get this chicken crack sprouting mix to your door. So we actually blend our own sprouting mix. I formulated this uh, proprietary blend of seed that I learned about while writing my book that gives us really great results with our chickens. And I've had the opportunity to make custom blends for other customers that have different requirements in their herds or in their flocks. So one thing that we do is custom, custom formulations for some small producers. We have a few larger producers that are uh, knocking on our door looking to get some of these things fine-tuned for themselves. So if you are a large producer, please do reach out to us. We are working with some of the major hydroponic uh, suppliers. The ones that are making these containerized farms have expressed interest in the things that we're doing. They've uh, reached out to me after reading my book and we have an opportunity to be able to continue to provide these high quality feed products to those out there at even more enormous levels. So our seed being a mixed blend inevitably has to come from multiple sources. There's a lot of logistical challenges in that in and of itself. Seed doesn't all grow in the same place. Seed doesn't all come um, at the same time of year. So we have to do a lot of forecasting, a lot of planning, a lot of contracting in order to even secure these products here. And it's a scramble sometimes to get the things that you want. I called my feed supplier a while ago and said, hey, I'm looking for this organic grain and uh, I'm wondering if you got it in. A couple hours later, he called me back and he said, you know, we only have this much of it, but hey, we have a lot of this non-GMO uh, version of it. And I said to him, hey, you know, while I know your product is high quality, I unfortunately can't use that because I have to be mindful of the certifications um, that we adhere to and that you adhere to. So if I source feed that is uh, not, that doesn't meet our standards, then it ultimately will affect you out there. So just be mindful that some of those things back of your seed blend are these standards that I've got to adhere to or that I will adhere to. I don't actually have to adhere to the USDA organic standards. I don't actually have to adhere to the certified humane standards. But I've seen that these standards uh, create a foundation for all of us to have as much success as possible. So whether the feds are in here checking my checklists 
or you are just going off to your kitchen, reaching in your fridge to eat these really awesome eggs, I want to ensure you that we are doing our best to make sure that from seed and feed to table, from egg to table, that you're getting the best thing that you can get. Now, while that's going on, we're not able to always get certain grains or certain seeds. And that's why I brought up that earlier is when the guy or gal says, hey, Sean, we can't get that right now. I have to make another phone call or I have to get online and find someone else who can allow me to meet those standards. So our sprouting mix is actually uh, a varying or changing formulation based on the availability of some of these high quality premium organic products that I'm able to prepare. So I have been developing this mix in a way that allows a formulation to get consistent results in your product but that is also flexible enough to change with the market and with the season. So some of those challenges uh, present itself in really weird ways. And uh, I was able to get some of our supplies, uh, but the only way I was able to get it is if I got a lot of it and I was unprepared to receive it the other day. So I, uh, I got the opportunity to unload an entire tote of seed by hand. And that's because I got this seed after hours. I didn't have the lift where I needed it and I had to get some product out the door. So uh, it showed me a lot of what uh, those out there that are doing that in the warehouses in the elevators, in the mills, in the fields, while they're in their combine or whatever. The seed business is a lot of work. So know that your cost of food comes at a extremely high price. And it's not just about all of the other things that you see, it's truly about the origin of these seeds and all of the work that comes into it before it ever hits your plate. The cost of our food is very complicated. After getting all the seed, after getting it all mixed, we then put it in packages, put it in boxes, and ship it out our door. Or we just put it in bags and let it sit on our shelf for those that are getting it locally. We package our seed in a... Uh, and with that, I wanna be mindful of your morning. You're probably out the door as well yourself. So thank you for being with me on this lovely day. I hope that you have the best one you can have. If you wanna know more about how hydroponic water is helping farmers save water, improve their livestock quality, and become better stewards. Head on over to thinkingoutsidethesoil.com and check out my book, or hit the little subscription bell on the show here so you know when 
this episodes are released. So thank you for being with us on another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil. Take care and have a lovely day.